Are you skilled at remembering and retaining what you read? Do you integrate key lessons into your life and work? If you're tasked with a writing project, do you have a reliable system for organizing ideas and forming your own insights? Are you starting from a blank slate or from a solid foundation when you write? This is episode 17, Smart Note-Taking for Productive Work. Hello and welcome to The Incrementalist, a productivity podcast on making big changes in small steps. My name is Diane Williams and I'm your productivity coach and host for the show. We all write on some level. We write research papers, articles, blog posts, essays, books, memos, reports, and the daily basic stuff. Students, academic researchers, lawyers, content creators, for example, write a lot. Even if you don't consider writing a part of your profession or vocation, your ability to take notes on what you learn will carry you forward. In his book, How to Take Smart Notes, Zonke Aaron stresses that writing is the medium for all the research, learning, thinking, and studying we do. He points out that our note-taking matters. The main goal of smart note-taking is not to stay informed, but it's to increase understanding and build your knowledge base, which you can apply to your creative projects and productive work. You learn best when you connect ideas and evaluate information. Does this confirm, contradict, or add to your existing knowledge? Have you mastered the subject enough to explain it or to teach it to others through a presentation, an article, or a paper? How will your knowledge hold up in a test or in a real-world situation. Being familiar with a concept or subject is not the same as deep recollection and true understanding. Familiarity can cause you to think you know something when you really don't. When you falsely believe you already know something, you tune out, you stop reading, listening, and learning. Here are some things that lead you to have the feeling of knowing when in fact you don't have actual knowledge. Rereading books and notes. Shallow processing of key terms without understanding the subject. Recalling related information but not the core information. This is where writing comes in, specifically smart note-taking. Writing is part of the thinking process. When you write, you organize your ideas and develop your thoughts. Dr. Ahrens describes a smart note-taking method called Zettelkasten. It was invented by Nicholas Luhmann, one of the most important social theorists of the 20th century. Luhmann was a German sociologist who lived from 1927 to 1998. Luhmann used his Zettelkasten method to write at least 58 books and nearly 400 scholarly articles on various topics, including law, politics, art, religion, mass media, and love. Zettelkasten is a knowledge management system to capture notes, learn and retrieve information, make connections among topics, hone ideas and arguments, and write prolifically. With his note-taking method, Luhmann could make the following claim. 
I never force myself to do anything I don't feel like. Whenever I'm stuck, I do something else. It's essential to have an external system to capture your knowledge. It's hard for your brain to retain all the information and ideas. Zettel means note, and Kasten means a box. Zettel Kasten is a note box or slip box. With the Zettel Kasten method, you connect any note to many different topics and contexts as possible. As you take smart notes when reading, you contextualize, analyze, and connect your ideas. This is far superior to underlining and highlighting information and collecting raw data. Dr. Ahrens recommends the following eight steps for taking notes. One, make fleeting notes. Two, make literature notes. Three, make permanent notes. Four, add your new permanent notes to the slip box. Five, develop your topics, questions, and research projects bottom up from within the slip box. Six, decide on a topic to write about from within the slip box. Seven, turn your notes into a rough draft. And eight, edit and proofread your manuscript. Lumen would handwrite notes on index cards and store them in his zettel casting, which contained two slip boxes. The reference slip box is for source citations and brief notes about content. The main slip box is for theories, arguments, discussions, and ideas that are developed from the sources. Lumen used wooden boxes that contained paper index cards. Today we now have digital options like Notion, Obsidian, and Rome Research. Currently, I use a combination of analog and digital. I will write fleeting notes and literature notes on index cards and then enter permanent notes into a digital system such as Notion. Now let's go over the three types of notes in Zettel casting, fleeting, literature, and permanent. Step one of smart note-taking is to take fleeting notes. These are your highlights, your underlines, and your quick or fast notes. This is where you're jotting down a thought, question, or idea that pops up in your head. On a regular basis, preferably daily, and at least weekly, you review these notes to see if you need to follow up, research more, or develop an idea or content. This is information you might not want to keep or you might use later in your writing or thinking. Step two is to take literature notes as you read a document. When I'm reading a nonfiction book that I might refer to for a blog post, an article, or a podcast episode, I will keep a notebook and a pen to capture concepts, theories, questions, and contradictions or insights. This is not just about writing notes, but also referencing the page number and putting in my own words or connecting it to another book or material. Literature notes can be the basis for a new creative project. Keep the notes short, be selective in what you decide to keep, and write in your own words. No copying and pasting. Using Lumen's method, you would write the note on a 3x5 index card. On the back, you would make the reference notes. You could also link your notes through a numbering system. Lumen himself would write only one idea on a card so he could reference it individually. He wrote only on one side of the card so he wouldn't have to flip it over. He used a special branch numbering system. Each card had a sequential number, 
starting at one. When a new reference or idea was added to the same topic, he would add new index cards with letters as suffixes: one a, one b, one c, two a, two b, two c, and so on. In his book, Doctor Aaron's does not go into great depth on how to create a zettel casting system, but there are blog posts, forums, and YouTube videos dedicated to this subject. One key tip is to organize your notes by context, not by specific topics or subtopics. Avoid generic keywords like productivity and psychology, which are too broad. To make connections among copious notes, you capture the context in which you will likely use the information. How will you stumble upon this note? How does it connect to your areas of interest and focus? Consider where you will be applying the note, not where it's coming from. Organize your notes like a writer and not like a librarian. Step three in smart note taking is to make a permanent note. This is where you review your literature notes or fleeting notes about once a day, ideally, or at least once a week. Decide what will end up in your zettelkasten, whether it's a physical box or digital system. Permanent notes add value to existing ideas and become part of your permanent or long-term knowledge base. You're not just collecting information, but also developing your own ideas and perspectives. Ask yourself if the information contradicts, confirms, corrects, or adds to your existing knowledge. How can you connect ideas? To create something new, what questions do these ideas raise? Permanent notes should be standalone, easy to read, full sentences that include the sources and references. As much as possible, be brief and specific. You will throw away or delete fleeting notes and store literature notes in your reference box. You add your permanent notes to your main slip box. You file each note behind a related note, or put it at the very end if it doesn't relate to any existing notes. When you create a new permanent note that goes into the slip box, link it to at least one other note or topic summary. Links will help you connect ideas among notes, although each note might be on a different subject. Writing is thinking. If you write content or want to have original ideas and creative thinking, Dr. Aaron's argues that writing does not occur after you figure things out, but it's part of the thinking process. In other words, writing is not the outcome of thinking; rather, it is the medium in which you think. You think with the tools you use. The better the tool, the more original and creative your thinking becomes. Like Lumen, Aaron's notes that you have to distill the information, interact with it, and write it down in your own words. This is how you integrate information in your knowledge base. Whether you're writing a research article, a book, a memo, a report, or an essay, you don't just think first and then write. Instead, you write as you think, and over time, this evolves into a finished product. Or into a research question, note taking is a core part of your workflow. Aaron's points out that the single most important indicator of academic success is not to be found in people's heads, 
but in the way they do their everyday work. You need a structured workflow to do the right things at the right time. Do your work as if writing is a thing that matters. Don't treat it like overflow work. When you consume and take in information with a clear purpose, such as to be able to teach it to others, you engage with it more deliberately. You hone in on key questions and topics instead of trying to capture every raw piece of data without context and understanding. Having an external system for smart note-taking allows you to create content and develop ideas efficiently and effectively. As you take notes on multiple topics, you're essentially doing your work and growing your knowledge. The benefits of smart note-taking are profound. First, you have a standardized process-oriented method for organizing ideas and retrieving them. The slip box is a place you can go to for creating, developing, and expressing ideas. By having an external system to store your thoughts, you don't have to try to keep them all in your brain, which does a poor job of retaining information anyway. And you get some distance from thoughts and conclusions that might evolve. You get more time to integrate, reflect, test, and share information. The second benefit is that you standardize and streamline both the format of your notes and the steps in which you process them. The real work can then come to the forefront. When you allow bottom-up work to emerge, you're not starting from scratch. Taking smart notes becomes your work, especially in writing and research projects. Instead of staring at a blank page, you will have days, weeks, and months of accumulated smart notes to make a finished product. A third benefit is that you're not using a linear path to come up with a research question or to decide on a creative project. When it's time to create content, you can pull an interesting topic from your slipbox. Questions, insights, and categories arise from your reading material. You're not using a linear path to write where you start with brainstorming questions and finding topics to write about. Instead, your existing notes and written ideas help you share information in creative and interesting ways. Aaron's writes, Good productive writing is based on good note-taking. The fourth benefit is that you learn more and apply more from your reading. Taking productive notes on the best ideas makes it easier for you to refer to them when needed. With deeper knowledge, you increase your ability to accomplish things and make progress. Finally, you become a more critical and original thinker. You learn to draw from a wide array of sources that generate contradictory ideas instead of one-sided arguments. With smart note-taking, learning and reading are actually more fun and more interesting. You're open to discovery, transformation, and rethinking an opinion or belief. You also learn to be more selective and not get pulled into half-baked theories and ideas. You're connecting, integrating, and forming ideas, and not just collecting, repeating, or reshuffling information. Smart note-taking is critical for developing ideas and doing productive work. While you don't have to use the Zellicasting method, you will benefit from designing your own note-taking method to make work easier and more fun. If you have productivity questions you want me to answer in a future episode, 
contact me through my website at dianewilliams.com. I also invite you to join my e-newsletter and subscribe to my podcast. And if you like the show, your ratings, reviews, and shares will help others find the show. Thank you for being with me and join me again next time.